98K News. It's one o'clock on Benche. The headlines. A pro-government lawmaker says heads must roll at police headquarters over Sunday's Yunlong attacks. Life returns to normal in Yunlong as shops reopen, but residents are wary of further violence. And Regina Yip's New People Party wants the government to cheer the public up by handing $8,000 to every resident. Pro-government legislator Michael Teen says heads should roll at the very top of the police force after nearly 50 people were beaten up by thugs at Yunlong Station on Sunday night. Six people have now been detained for illegal assembly over the violent attack. But the roundtable lawmaker told Mike Weeks the explanation by the police commissioner Stephen Lowe that it took police almost an hour to respond to emergency calls from the station because the 25,000-strong force was overstretched just doesn't add up. So you think Stephen Lowe should resign? Well, I think that um, the government, Carrie Lam, should be seriously making that consideration. Pro-Democrat lawmaker Chu Hoi Dick has urged people not to take out their anger about Sunday's violence in Yunlong on New Territory's villages. He said he believes Sunday's actions were not a one-off, but part of a wider campaign. But Mr Chu urged protesters not to go looking for revenge. I think people who live in new territories were in a panic situation or are in a panic situation and because there are so many rumors and it's actually I think a, a tactic deployed by the government or even by Beijing to rule by terror to actually incite those thugs to have violent actions with police standing aside in order to create a terror among the citizens and we also urge uh, protesters not to attack uh, villagers, since not all villagers are involved in Violence Act on 21st of uh, July. Members of the Foreign Correspondents Club held a silent protest outside the club in Central this morning to express solidarity with reporters who were injured in Sunday's violence in Yunlong. The club said the scenes at the MTR station were sickening acts of mob violence, and it will work with the Journalists Association to discuss ways to defend media freedom. Life in Yunlong is gradually returning to normal two days after the ferocious attacks on bystanders and commuters at its MTR station. Many of the shops which were closed yesterday amid fears of more attacks were open today. This Yunlong resident said the community was prepared for more violence and would not rely on the police for help. What was happened in the um, Western Station, you can see the citizens, we were all protecting one another. So even if something happened again, we can still be assured that we will help each other. Doesn't matter if we call the police or not, because we can pretty much expect the police to not come. I think what we would do is we would gear ourselves in a way that uh, we can protect ourselves. So for example, we should be start exercising more. We should start learning how to escape. The U.S. leader Donald Trump has praised President Xi Jinping's handling of the extradition bill crisis in Hong Kong. He said Mr. Xi had acted very responsibly in allowing the extended protest to play out here. When a reporter at the White House suggested that the governments in Hong Kong and Beijing were ignoring the violence used against the protesters, Mr. Trump said he thought the situation so far had been relatively non-violent. He said China could stop the protest if it wanted to, but he added that he hopes President Xi will do the right thing. Thing. 
The British government has called on the Hong Kong administration to set up an independent inquiry into events surrounding its attempts to change the extradition law. Foreign Office Minister Andrew Morrison told the House of Commons yesterday that an inquiry by the Independent Police Complaints Council, or IPCC, would not be sufficient to ease public concerns. And he said the inquiry would have to examine Sunday night's violence in Yunlong. It probably is not sufficient simply to have an internal uh, police inquiry, which is what the IPCC would be in a Hong Kong context. It really does need to involve Hong Kong's excellent and well-respected judiciary. I can't really speculate on the nature of the individuals who are responsible for last night's attacks. I think it would be very premature to do so. Uh, But in any such comprehensive inquiry, I think those things do need to be uh, explored. The New People's Party has urged the government to give a cash handout of $8,000 to every permanent resident as a way to cheer people up and ease social tensions. The party said it had sought a meeting with Financial Secretary Paul Chan more than six months before his budget because it expects the economy to weaken. Party Chairwoman and Executive Council member Regina Yip denied that the proposal has anything to do with the upcoming District Council elections. I think that would certainly help people feel happier, according to our context with the district. When they receive the $4,000, in spite of a lot of hassle, they were happy. This year, an economic downturn is very likely. I think uh, economists predicted that this year growth rates will be no more than 1% because of the prolonged China-US disputes and also the recent turmoil heavily damaging hotels, tourism, restaurants and the businesses of many small and medium enterprises. The Education Secretary Kevin Young says teachers arrested during recent anti-extradition protests may face disciplinary action after any legal processes have been complete. One teacher was arrested in connection with the manhandling of a woman in Mong Kok after the Chimsa Choi march earlier this month, and a liberal studies teacher was arrested after the June 12th clashes in Admiralty. Mr. Young was asked what action their employers could take. We as a society has high, very high expectation of our teachers and hoping that our teachers will also be abide by their professional conducts and the professional requirements when they are doing teachings at, at schools. And on individual cases, we have to look at the facts and we have to look at the final investigations by, for example, the law enforcement agents and see whether any actions need to be taken by the school or by the EDB according according to the established procedures. The first chairman of the airport authority, Wang Po Yan, has died at the age of 96. In a statement, Chief Executive Carrie Lam expressed deep sorrow over Mr. Wang's passing and offered her condolences to his family. Mrs. Lam said Mr. Wang played a crucial role in the development of both Hong Kong and the mainland and had set the foundation for the SAR's airport to emerge as one of the world's most successful aviation hubs. In the Philippines, the libel trial of the high-profile journalist Maria Ressa has begun. She was named a Time Magazine Person of the Year in 2018 for her journalism. Supporters say she is being targeted because of her site's critical reports about the government of President Rodrigo Duterte. More from the BBC's Howard Johnson in Manila. 
What has happened is a businessman has brought about a private case against her saying that she was involved with libeling him in an article back in 2012. Now, this case has come about five years after that, and now today the first of the witnesses are being presented in that courtroom. I spoke to the prosecution just before the case started, and they said that there has been no political influence on this case. Researchers say malaria parasites that are resistant to key drugs have spread rapidly in Southeast Asia. British and Thai scientists say the resistant bugs have proliferated across Cambodia and into Laos, Thailand and Vietnam. One of the researchers, Roberto Amato, warns of the terrifying prospect of drug resistance spreading to Africa, where most of the world's malaria cases occur. That's what we all fear that happened in the past. It's fair to say that there were different circumstances. It doesn't mean it won't happen again. We can't really say that. I think what is important is to make sure that we prevent that spread. We catch these parasites before it gets there because then it might be too late. The Trump administration says it is introducing a fast-track deportation process that will bypass immigration judges as it steps up measures to remove people who are in the country illegally. The Department of Homeland Security says anyone who has been in the country for less than two years could be expelled no matter where they are caught. The American Civil Liberties Union says it will challenge the policy in court. Stephen Kang is a detention lawyer with the organization. This could affect tens of thousands of people, if not more, throughout the United States who've been living in the community, living with their families, um, potentially even working in their communities for years. Who goes around with documentation proving, you know, rent records or bills that go back for longer than two years. President Trump has suggested that the U.S. could restore more than a billion U.S. dollars in aid to Pakistan following a meeting with the Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan at the White House. The president said relations between the two countries had improved since Washington suspended aid to Islamabad last year. The Trump administration has previously accused Pakistan of supporting militants, which it denies. Mr. Trump said he wanted to work with Pakistan to help withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan. Mr. Khan said he looked forward to closer cooperation. This is a critical time. We have our military uh, leadership here because this is obviously a security situation. And what we want is understanding between the two countries. We will be straight with them. There will never be any question of any doubt on Pakistan's intent because apart from Afghanistan, the country that wants peace in Afghanistan more than any other country is Pakistan. A power cut has caused widespread disruption across Venezuela. The metro system is suspended in the capital Caracas, and homes and businesses have been left without electricity in every state. The information minister, George Rodriguez, blamed the latest blackout on sabotage. Today at 4.45 in the afternoon, there was a nationwide interruption to the supply of electricity. The first indications appear to show that it was caused by an electromagnetic attack with the purpose of disrupting the hydroelectric power system. Fortunately, and following the devious attacks of March and April this year, the government has now put in place measures that mean we have already started the process of reconnection to restore the electricity supply as soon as possible.
A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,405. That's 37 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 31.9 billion dollars. And in currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 108.05 yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and 11 cents. The pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and 72 cents. And now to sports. Here's Atom Jam. Prosecutors in the U.S. state of Nevada say the football star Cristiano Ronaldo will not face rape charges. The Portugal and Juventus player has strenuously denied raping a woman in Las Vegas. An investigation into the case was reopened last year. The BBC's Sophie Long reports. Catherine Mayorga accused Cristiano Ronaldo of raping her in a hotel room in Las Vegas in 2009. Today, the district attorney's office said in a statement that sexual assault claims cannot be proven beyond reasonable doubt, and as a result, no charge will be filed. The 33-year-old Juventus forward has always denied the allegations. Mayorga and Ronaldo reached an out-of-court settlement in 2010. Her lawyers are now seeking to declare the non-disclosure agreement void, saying she lacked the mental capacity to participate in negotiations due to the trauma that she had suffered. Now the Real Madrid forward Gareth Bale is very close to leaving the club, according to coach Zinedine Zidane. Despite being a four-time Champions League winner with the Spanish giants, Bale was left out of Real's 3-1 preseason defeat to Bayern Munich in Texas. Reports are linking him with a move to China, but the BBC's David Ornstein feels Bale could end up staying. The issue here is that Bale holds the aces because he's under contract until 2022, according to his agent Jonathan Barnett. It will be his decision, not that of Mr. Zidane. And Bale has got a very lucrative contract as well, so there's every suggestion that he might also choose to sit on that for a bit longer and、uh, sit tight and see what his options are. His family are very happy in Madrid. You never know; managers often change、uh, more quickly than players. So, if Zidane leaves and and another manager comes in that does like Bale, perhaps his fortunes could still change. He's only thirty years old. In boxing, Anthony Joshua's promoter Eddie Hearn has been quick to dismiss any uncertainty over a world heavyweight title rematch with Mexican Andy Ruiz. Hearn says Cardiff in Wales is the front-running venue to host a rematch on the 14th of December, with a return to New York's Madison Square Garden being the second option on the 29th of November, a day after American Thanksgiving. Delays in confirming the belt have led to speculation that Joshua may pass up the chance to win back the IBF, WBA, and WBO titles. Hearn hopes to get the fight finalized in the next few days. And finally, in basketball, former NBA star Tim Duncan is returning to the San Antonio Spurs as an assistant coach. Duncan played 19 years with the club after they drafted him first overall in 1997. He retired from playing three years ago, having won five NBA titles with the Spurs. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories again. Michael Teen says heads must roll at police headquarters over Sunday's Yunlong attacks. Life returns to normal in Yunlong, but residents are wary of further violence. And Regina Yip wants the government to cheer the public up by handing eight thousand dollars to every resident. The news from RTHK. Barely keep my composure. 
Love me with no disclosure. Tell them all how you feel. Oh. 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 Oh.